Hello and welcome to Swing for Contacts, episode number two. Today we're discussing our top picks for each position for the 2023 season. Roll the intro and let's get right into it. All right, today we're joined back with Aiden and today a new guest. Noah is in the middle here. Yo, 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 what's up? As you can see, I'm flanked by two Rangers fans this time around, so this is great. I need to put myself in the middle. That way you guys can gang up on me in the middle. Uh, I think we're going to go straight into first base, right? That's that's the plan, even yeah. though catcher would be number two and first base would be number three, but that's fine. It's fine. It's not, not a big deal. Nah. Thanks, Aiden. Thanks, Aiden. Uh so, Aiden, give me your initial thoughts at first base. Who you got, who you like, and why? All right, so if this was a who's better right now, of course I'd probably go with Goldschmidt, like probably the popular pick. But I'm going to go with the guy who I feel like has been more consistent and was had an insane year last year, but it was downplayed because of Goldschmidt. I think Freddie Freeman's going to be the best next year. This Strong year, pick. he he slashed 325, 407, 511. And I think it's going to be the same, if not better. I think he's getting comfortable in Dodger Stadium and ready to see what he's going to come up with next year, especially with them losing some valuable pieces. And you know I'm a glove guy. I love guys that have great leather work. And I think that's one of the few knocks on Goldschmidt is he's not as good of a defender as a guy like Freddie or a guy like Rizzo. Um, I think he's probably a negative value or an average value at first base with the glove. Uh, so, yeah, Freddie, Freddie's strong. That's a good place to start. No, who you got? Um, yeah, I think there wasn't a wrong choice for this one. All three of our picks were, like, pretty good. Um, but I went with Vladdy. So uh, what, I, what I have for him is that, you know, he's only 23 years old, very, very young, and he's shown us that he can be, like, the star kind of player, and he is for the Blue Jays. And, uh, I mean, we were talking before the episode, and I, I think he can come out and maybe win an MVP this year. Um, you know, he won the gold glove last year uh, at first base. And, yeah, so I, I just think uh, he's going to be the the first baseman this year in the MLB. So. It's time for him to kind of become that oh, guy, yeah. right? So mm -hmm. I think that, yeah. that totally makes sense. Um, and then I, I went with uh, old reliable Paul Goldschmidt just because – you look from the time he's been in St. Louis, man, just 34, 31, 35 home runs, 97, 102, 106 RBIs. Um, his strikeout rate is under 20%. His walk rate is over 10%. He's he's just incredible with the bat. I don't think he gets up to 177 like WRC+. Plus. I don't think he's worth that much offensively this next year. Um but, man, the, mm -hmm. the first base bats are just stacked right now. Um, yeah. I do like the Freeman pick and as old reliable. And then the way that Vladdy's been going and his trajectory going into his prime, that's strong. I, I don't think there's a wrong move there. Yeah. I, I guess I'll continue to start it off over here at second. And it really pains me to see this guy be at the top of all of our list because <laughs> – I I just don't know when he's going to slow down. I I thought maybe when that 2020 season came around that that may start to look like the usual. And then he, you know, completely turned it around from that year. Had one of his better years of his career this year, I feel like. 
Of course, he started slow in the playoffs, but I mean, he slashed 300, 387, 533 throughout the season. Had a 164 WRC plus. That's crazy. I just I don't know when this guy's gonna slow down, and I really hope it's soon because I feel like he's taking that spot from Simeon. Because I really Simeon's my number two, but yeah. Altuve is gonna be number one until he gets close to retirement, in my opinion. Yeah, the thing For with sure. Altuve, like in terms of being able to repeat success, and like the thing with him always being that dude, except for that 2020 where he just never got out of his little funk. But, um, you know, he's every year but two have been with a WRC plus over 100. Uh, his expected WOBA is always around that 340 kind of mark. Um, his career average is 307. He's always getting on base, and his numbers just. He's proceeded to keep the same strikeout ratio. His walk ratio actually went up this year, which yeah, that's that was, always been a thing. Like, Altuve never drew walks, like, at the same rate as, like, top-tier batters. And that was, like, his knock almost. And then he comes out with 11% walk percentage. It's like, okay, where, where'd the plate discipline come from all of a sudden? Um, 28 bombs, 103 runs, top of the Houston lineup. Uh, repeated success for, you know, a, a strong decade. Until he's not there, he's going to be assumed as that guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, just like you are saying, just like over the course of like his career, he's been like like obviously the dude in Houston, maybe besides Correa. But um, I, I just for me, he's been really like consistent and like y'all said in that 2020 uh, season, kind of slowed down a little bit. But just to be able to bring that back up and you know get on base a lot, hit the ball a lot, um, I could possibly, hopefully not, but possibly see him leading Houston into another deep run into the postseason. Which is probably going to happen, but we'll see what that what that has to has to show us. So, just a fun little note on Altuve too. He's at nineteen thirty five for career hits. Uh, he's going into age thirty three season this year. He'll obviously eclipse that two thousand mark pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just looking forward. Do you think he gets that three thousand mark? Does he have another thousand hits in him? Yeah. Yeah. I think he gets it. Yeah, I'd like to see it. Honestly, as much as I don't like the guy, I'd like to see it. <laughs> Fair enough. No, who got third base? Um, I mean, we, I, me and Aiden had the same one, uh, Nolan Arenado. Uh, just even when, like, I played third base growing up, like, watching Nolan Arenado and Adrian Beltre were my two guys uh, watching, like, highlights on the way to games and just uh, kind of what they did and kind of, like, uh, doing what they did in the game. Um, and so, you know, my man's a 10 time gold glove winner. He's great at the hot corner. Um, and I just think like they came up a little bit short in the playoffs last year. Um, I think if he can continue to play it the way he's playing, uh, I can see them, you know, going deep into the NL maybe and, uh, see, I'm excited to see what Nolan Arenado does this year. So. Yeah, for sure. Like I've got Arenado too. Um, his first year in St. Louis, there were a lot of question marks on whether or not he's going to be able to yeah. hit in St. Louis because going from Colorado over. Uh, but there's one thing that's not ever going to change. That's the fact that he can pick it, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's he's probably going to win another four or five gold gloves. Like, he's yeah. just that guy at the hot corner. Um, last year, he was worth, like, 13 and a half defensive runs or something like that, according to Fangraphs. 
um, stupid numbers, and he still was able to hit 30 bombs. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, he slashed 293, 358 average OBP. Um, I don't know if he gets back to a seven war season. I mean, seven war is crazy, but five, six, maybe that seven again. Like he, he's gonna be that guy for, I think, a couple more years. He's going into age thirty two season, so, you know, he's on the later half of thirty, uh, the wrong side of it, but he's still got production years in him. For sure. So, uh, of course, I had Nolan Arenado too. Possibly, actually, he is the best defender of my time of since I've been watching baseball. It's probably going to go down as one of the best, if not the best defenders ever. Uh, like you said, there was the problem. Everyone was worried about if he was going to be able to hit. And that first year, he kind of struggled a little bit, uh, I guess, in terms of what he put up this year. This year, his numbers were insane. It was possibly the best season of his career, batting-wise, and the defense was consistent as always. He's got – I know he's on the wrong side of 30. I think he's got plenty of years in him. He hasn't looked to slow down, and he would have won MVP this year if it wasn't for his teammate over on the opposite side of the corner. Yeah, that, the two corner positions in St. Louis are – it's ridiculous. I mean, that, that little club they got going on right now is crazy. It's like me and Aiden on the diamond back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Uh, so moving into shortstop um, – I've already said it a couple times. I'm a big glove guy, and the premier glove for the last seven years, eight years, uh, my dog Francisco Lindor. Um, I've got him going into this year. the The popular pick is the guy that you guys have, obviously, um, and I don't think that's a wrong pick by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I just, for me, the value that we get with his leather, I think, goes underappreciated. Um, and to be able to get back over 25 home runs, get those stolen bases numbers back up, his strikeout rate still under 20%, switch hitting, crazy defense with a, another 6.8 war season. I went with my boy Francisco. He's going into his age 29 season. But he's not even 30 yet. Um, and so after a big bounce back year with the Mets, I think he's just going to keep that train going. So I've got Lindor. Um, but with this shortstop class, man, there, I don't think there's a wrong answer really to go here yeah. either. But I'll let you guys hit with the next guy. Uh, uh, so, of course, I got Trey Turner. But I will say this. I'd like to have another guy here. He'll come up later on my list because he no longer plays short, apparently. Uh, but with Trey, always got to get bat with him. This year, it was a little bit down. I don't think it's going to stay like that. I think he's going to get to Philly. He's going to have those bats around him. He's going to pick it back up. Uh, ready for them to get Bryce Harper back. His defense is a little on the lower side. He's starting to get up there in age. Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, what, he's 31 this year, right? Gonna be, nah, he's going to be 30 this year. 30 this year, okay. He's, he's going to be 30 this year. Uh, I will say this. The way that he approaches at the plate, if he wants to continue to have success, it's going to have to change. He swings a lot. He's going to need to start drawing those walks if he wants to kind of stay on that consistent pace but i just i don't think there's a shortstop as good as him and uh i'll let you take it no so yeah uh obviously i wanted to be really biased with this one because i'm a huge Corey seager fan but uh i think i just had to 
had to not be biased with this one. Um, but yeah, just like y'all said, uh, you know, he was a great fit in the, in the LA deal for them. And especially when secret left for Texas, um, men's wicked on the bases, seeing all those, uh, memes of him sliding and the like highlights. I'd love to watch those. Um, and I think he really does fit in well with this Philly squad. Uh, like Aiden said, with all these big bats, um, I think he, he kind of adopts that too. And I'm excited to see him be like the guy in Philly until Harper comes back. So, yeah, it, it's cool too because like Francisco's contract kicks in this year officially, and Turner's new contract obviously kicks in now. And so, yeah, the man next got decade, paid. You're going to be seeing these two guys battle it out in the NL East. And I think that's a cool matchup for mm-hmm. the next West at the uh, shortstop spot. I, uh, I'll take it away at left field to start it off. Go for it. So I'm going to go with a guy who's kind of, he's been a little disappointing recently from what we've expected. Uh, I'm going to go with Juan Soto. I I don't think he's going to disappoint this year. Uh, ever since 2020, we've kind of looked for him to get back on that same path. You know, he's been, he's been hyped up as like the guy, all kind of, thinking and he's always in those predictions for mvp always think he's gonna have one of those years and it just hasn't happened yet but i think a big reason with that is he was stuck in washington like who did they have around him in washington josh bell they, for that one year they, josh bell <laughs> but josh bell didn't play that good that year and i'm just trying to answer your question. i know i know i know i know my, my bad uh they had josh bell they also had nelson cruz but that wasn't that wasn't nelson cruz the goat yeah, sure. Talk about glove uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I really think this is the year Juan Soto turns it back around, and we're gonna, we're gonna understand why the hype has been there. And I could see him winning MVP this year, especially because he's not in the same uh, place as Otani. So yeah, um, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, so like, just like Aiden said, when he uh, first got dealt to. Uh, San Diego, he did struggle, uh, but I can see that not happening this year. I see him like making big strides and uh, just becoming like MVP. Uh, I'm looking here; he has a plus 550 uh, odds to win MVP in the NL, um, and I'm excited to see him uh, just swing the bat, hit the ball over the fence. Uh, and I, th- he's my pick too. If I didn't say that, uh, but yeah, I think I, I was on the fence. Uh, I saw your Jordan pick, and I'm, uh, despite being an Astros player, I'm a big Jordan guy. Um, but I think Juan Soto picks it up this year and uh, returns back to that uh, World Series uh, winning team that he was on. So. Yeah, the thing about Soto is, like, at any given moment, he can get, like, a 400 on-base percentage and a 500 slugging. Right, like he mm-hmm. can just pop off. I don't think he's got a 300 average in him necessarily, but a 250, 270 average. But that three, he's easily a 350 guy at OBP and probably could get up to the fours. Um, he just has that kind of eye discipline. So there's definitely not a, a bad pick there. And I think him going from right field back to left will probably actually help him more than the right field thought was. Um, but yeah, you alluded to, to my guy. I, I've got Jordan over in left. I was debating between him and um at left or him at dh um but i think there's a clear-cut kind of dh guy that we all yeah. that we all kind of think is that dude 
Uh, and Jordan played in 60-ish games in left field for the Houston after Brantley went out and then all through the playoffs in left field. So I thought it was fitting that he could make that spot for me. Um, I don't know how many times I've seen the three-run home run just on like my social media feeds or my buddies will just send me like the video randomly or, or whatnot. I've probably seen the home run 150 times. That just lives in my head written free. Um, probably in some Philadelphia fans too, unfortunately for them. Um, but 6'5", Behemoth, I think he'll go up another 35, 40 home runs, and I'd like to see him take that next step. And you know, He finished third in MVP voting this past year. Um, I think another top five finish is very likely for him. I think he's just going to keep getting a little bit better and better. He's only 25, so see what he's got for the next yeah, he, couple years. He has the fifth best, best odds to win uh, MVP in the AL right now in the preseason, so we'll see what happens. The Soto Alvarez matchup, I think, is a is a cool left field debate for the next decade because they're both going to be really good for a long time. Oh yeah. This next one, uh, it's kind of hard for us not all to be on the same page. This oh is yeah. Probably Anybody. the best player of me and your generation, Noah. I don't know about you, Coach Ramey, but I think it's the best player that I've ever been able to consistently watch. It's not my goat, of course. I've got someone else there. Yeah. He's a little controversial, but from what I've been able to see, Mike Trout is the best player of my generation. I mean, he missed almost 60 games last year, put up 40 home runs, 80 RBIs to go that, that and a 176 WRC+. plus. Who does that? Mike I, Trout, <laughs> that's who. <laughs> like, those stats are just crazy to me. And he had, what, a month of a, of a down downstretch uh, I mean yeah I heard people blaming him for the coach being fired because of how bad he was playing during that stretch and he still put those numbers up of course being healthy is always going to be a a thing with him can can he stay out there haven't really seen it much in the past couple years and we need to see him in the playoffs we need him to be on a team that can get to the playoffs I don't think the Angels are ever going to beat that team for him yeah, it's unfortunate too, because like the last time he played more than 130 games was 2018, um, and he only played 140 that year. And you know, not all of it's been like his fault, like the the broken hand off the fastball that he got hit up and in on. Like, there's there's freaky stuff that happens sometimes that's out of you know players' controls. Um, it's really unfortunate that we haven't had a full season of Mike Trout in this prime years of you know, 26 to 32 or whatever. Um, he's going into his age 31 season. I think if Mike Trout plays 145 games, he's going to probably be the AL MVP. Like, um, if he plays Ooh. less than 145 games, then someone else can be the AL MVP. I think that's kind of how it plays out. Because um, another 40 home run season is probably a thing. Another 350 on base, another 550 slugging. The dude just is the best baseball player of this generation. You know, ever since he came up in 2011, he's always, like, there were the flashes of his rookie year, and then 2012, he put up a 10-war season in his sophomore season, basically. Um, so, yeah, I, Mike Trout, another 6-war season coming in. Let's see what he's got. For sure. Um, yeah, I, I was making notes last night, like I told y'all, and I literally have all under uh, Mike Trout. Is it's Mike Trout? Like, there's nothing else to say. 
Um, you know, I love going to Goldblatt Field and when the Angels come to town, uh, just to get to watch him and Shohei play. Uh, it's really fun to watch. Uh, and I think if, it, if everything goes the way the Angels need it to go, I see Texas and L.A., like fighting for that third spot in the AL West. Hopefully it's not that. I don't think it will be, but I think if Mike Trout stays healthy, if Shohei stays healthy and everything falls into place like it needs to, um, I think I think they can battle with Texas for third place. Um, but yeah, I picked Mike Trout at center field too. Just a generational talent, probably the best player uh, of me and Aiden's generation for sure. Um, and so I really hope here in the near future, he either gets dealt or the Angels become somewhat good so he can, you know, actually play in the playoffs and have a chance at coming to the World Series and getting him a ring. Um, so, yeah, Mike Trout's my pick for center field. Not a miss on that board. All right, right field. Uh, we'll let Aiden go last on this one because he's got, he's got some explaining to do. Um, AL reigning MVP, uh, Aaron Judge, you know, do I think Judge is going to hit another 62 home runs and you yeah. know be that guy? No, I, there's going to be regression. He's not going to post an 11 WAR season again this year. Um, but uh, you know, if, if Aaron Judge is 80 percent as good as he was this year, then he's still looking at 45 home runs, 278, 375, 550, triple slash, probably still good for a seven WAR season. Um, the right field position is just so deep, man. Like between like Judge, uh, Aiden's pick, uh, my boy Kyle Tucker, Mookie Betts. Like there's there's probably seven or eight like right fielders that like you can make an argument for for this year. Um, but yeah, Judge coming in, I think is still good for 45 bombs, and he's still going to be the heart of the Yankees lineup, and they're still going to win a lot of games because of it. Yeah. Um... Same here, like the captain for the for the uh, Yankees, if you will. Um, like you said, he's not going to mash 62 home runs again. It's just not going to happen. And I really hate myself, and I kick myself every day because I was going to go to that game and where he hit it, that the 62 home run in Texas. I was going to buy tickets to sit there, and uh, I did it, uh, and I regret it every day because I could have, uh, you know, been a millionaire probably right now. Dang. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like. Best right fielder. My man has a, what, the courthouse on right field in the Bronx. Yeah. Um, it's just, he's a freak, man. Freak of nature. What is he? Six, six, seven, six, eight. What is it? Uh, six, seven, two, eighty. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> what? Like, absolutely. Just a freaking monster, man. Uh, and I have right here, uh, he's projected, I saw on fan graphs, like 48 in the first little projected thing. Uh, but I believe he's going to hit like anywhere from 35 to 45-ish. I don't think he's going to get over 50 again, but there definitely will be 450-foot uh, home runs hit, I believe, from him this year. So, before, Aiden, you can uh, round this off. <laughs> before Aiden oh, goes, go I just want to make one quick note because, and it, I don't like saying this as an Astros guy, but um, the knock early on in, in Judge's career was always like the strikeout rate and like swinging mm -hmm. at things that he probably shouldn't be swinging at. And, you know, he's had some of the low strike zone issues because he's so freaking tall. Umpires forget where his knees are. Um, but like he went from having a 44% K rate his rookie year, got it down to the 30s, and 
the last two years he's been at 25%. So, like, he's almost cut his initial strikeout rate in half, um, which is impressive to see. And his walk rate has gone up. I think he was getting walked a little bit to avoid being the guy who gave up the record, honestly. Yeah. Um, but to still have a, a walk rate over 15% over the course of a full season is pretty impressive. And so um, just wanted to give props to Aaron Judge from all the way to here in Houston. Yeah. And just a fun fact before I can get started, I'm going to interrupt you. Um, <laughs> yeah, my man hit, hit the last home run in my favorite ballpark ever, uh, Globe Life Park. And then matches a sixty record AO record breaking home run in Globe Life Field. So my man hits the ball in Texas. And I mean, anytime the Yankees come to Arlington, I almost can never afford to go because it's the Yankees and it's gonna bring in tickets. Uh but yeah, Aaron Judge is the dude. Okay, I'm gonna I'll let you talk now. So uh this one's gonna be a bit controversial, but I'm really thinking that people are forgetting who this guy is. Uh so Tatis, of course injuries he's a ringworm that's suspended for a bit people are confusing this for kind of acuna i'm starting to believe they like acuna dropped off because he had a career altering injury yeah he's gonna have a career altering injury last time tatis played was his age 22 year 157 WRC plus. And this is like the first year we've seen him really play. Had a 7.3 war and 42 bombs in only 130 games. I not only think he plays more games, I think he has a better season than he had that year. Him and Soto are my two guys that I think are going to be fighting for MVP in the NL. And like I said, it's going to be controversial. People are, of course, upset with Tatis. I just... I don't think that his production was because of what he got caught taking, and I don't think his production gets slowed down a lot by those small little injuries he's had. I think he gets it back on track, and he's going he's gonna to surprise a lot of people out in right field. And like I said, him and Soto, in my opinion, going to be fighting all year for that NL MVP. And I like Tatis yeah. in right field because I didn't like him at shortstop very much. Um I get that. Yeah, his defense was kind of defensively like shoddy there. You know, it's well documented. Again, I'm a glove guy at short, and uh, he was very questionable there. But his bat and his athleticism in right field, I really like. So um, I think it's a, a strong pick. Like he he could go out there and battle with Soto for an MVP. There's no doubt he could. Not for sure. Do you yeah. think uh, the Padres win the West, Aiden? They get up there. Uh, it's going to be between them and the Dodgers, of course. I don't think it's going to be as far off as it usually is. It will be really close this year. I don't think the Giants are in it at all. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be between the Dodgers and the Padres. And honestly, I think the Padres are looking more like the Dodgers than the Dodgers are looking like the Dodgers. Like, I think with the star power the Padres just acquired this offseason and getting Tatis back is like getting another player. Yeah, I, I mean, you really think they're going to short and Tatis and right. You're basically getting two all stars added to I that. I really roster. think they're going to get that. They're going to get that mantle. The only thing that I think the Dodgers probably have over them, of course, is the pitching and the prospects that they're going to keep bringing up whenever they need them. But I really think that this is the year the Padres can take that mantle from them. It'll be fun to watch for sure. Um, going all the way back to behind the dish now. 
catchers. So let me start this one off. Let the, let the, <laughs> yeah, the solo guy start it off this time. So, uh, this is probably my second favorite player in the league right now. Adley Rutschman, man. He was, he was everything that we were promised and more that first season. If you look at the pitchers for the Orioles, as soon as Adley came in, it, it was like they were just new guys. I mean, the pitching staff got an upgrade. They ended up winning. Oh, they were, what, 16? And I don't even remember what their losses were, but it was pretty bad when he came in. They end up having a winning record from the moment he steps behind the plate. And I just – this kid's going to be special, man. I could uh, – he's. I think he's going to take the, mus- or the mantle from uh, JT this year, and I think he's going to be one of, if not the best catcher in the league for 10 – 12 years before he slows down and i can't i can't wait to watch this kid's career cool no i'll let y'all go ahead oh yeah so for me i'm not really big on catchers i don't know why it's just like i don't know um but i i picked jt real muto uh muto however you say it uh you know he's big help in and bringing philly to the world series on a crazy postseason um and i was reading on him he was the second catcher in mlb history to have a 2020 season uh, and did it with the two 276 batting average, which is awesome. Um, you know, great framer, get pitches called strikes all the time. And uh, so I, I like Adley too, but I just think like Ramuto's a dude. Um, so I think he's going to be like the guy, the catcher in 2023. Yeah, I think JT's got one more year on top. Um, and then I, like next year, I'm probably going to be yeah. on that Adley train a little bit. I think Adley has a, there's always that sophomore slump possibility a pitcher start to adapt to you and you know how well are you going to adapt your sophomore season versus your rookie year. Um but add like all the tools are there for Adley, there's no doubt. I think um he's the guy of the future for sure. I'm giving JT the benefit of the doubt with this one for one more year and then depending on how he does, it's going to be really close I think for the next 2 2 years from now what how that looks. Um, but, yeah, coming off a 2020 year, Philadelphia going to the World Series, his glove work behind the dish is impeccable. I mean, back-to-back years of having over 15 defensive run value. Um, coming off a 6.5 war season, um, you know, it's hard to hard to go against JT right now. So, JT, you've got one more year to keep that mantle before Adley comes and takes <laughs> it from you. Um, so let's see what the kid's got and let's see what the vet has. Uh, let's talk about our magical baseball unicorn in the AL West for a second. Future Ranger. <laughs> Future Ranger. <laughs> I mean, they're paying everybody. Might as well pay him. Might as well bring him in, too. Um, I like it. Yeah. I'll start it off. Uh, it's Shohei Otani. Just like Mike Trout, how I had my notes, it's Shohei Otani. Um, I don't think, especially for me, I've never seen anything like it. I don't think anybody else has either. Uh arguably the best hitter in the league, arguably the best pitcher in the league. Uh, and just how he's able to just play both at a consistent rate is ridiculous. Um, I remember, I don't think Aiden, I don't know if it was that week y'all came down uh, to watch. I don't remember. I think I met up with some other friends in Arlington. And we, we watched, watched the Mariners. Whenever I yeah, we watched the Mariners and the race. I think that's what it was. It was the race. Um, it wasn't the Mariners. Yeah. Uh, I remember Shohei was pitching, and, you know, the Rangers just stacked, stacked batting uh, 
lineup last year. Um, I got to watch like him just get killed and it brought a lot of joy to me, but I don't think that happens a lot this year. Um, just like Mike Trout, I'm very excited to get to see them play in Arlington a lot this year. Um, and honestly, for me, I don't see him in an Angels uniform next year, possibly by the trade deadline, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but we'll see what happens. And he's always in MVP contention, just like uh, Mike Trout is. So uh, Shohei actually is my AL MVP. And I think it's going to be like that for until voter fatigue sets in. He didn't have as good of a hitting season last season. He was a far better pitcher last season than he was in 2021, which it took a 662 home run season from Judge to to take the crown from Otani. And people were still saying Otani deserved it over Judge. I don't – you've got to break records to even come close to being in contention for the MVP when Shohei's in play. And it's going to be like that for a while. Uh, he's, He's my MVP pick next year. We'll probably see the pitching be just as good, if not better. The bat should still be there. Only thing that he has to worry about is injury and, of course, being on the Angels. Yeah, luckily for Shohei, though, he played in 158 in 2021 and 157 mm-hmm. in 2022. So, um, you know, the, the whole two-way thing has worked pretty well for him so far. Um, you know, I think them limiting his time in the field and just keeping him as a pitcher DH is really what's kept that going. Um, you know, another 35 to 45 home run season is definitely in the books. If that lineup around him helps him out, another 100 RBI season is probably in the books. Think about Shohei, like he could pop off for a five war batting season very easily and then go pitch a five war on the mound season very easily and he's a ten war player. Um I'll be curious to see how how hungry some teams are to throw prospects and MLB ready talent. You know, are the Angels going to be looking for MLB-ready guys to just replace the production, or are they going to be looking for prospects? Because um, the thing with with them is they've got Trout till 2030. Like, he's he's locked up. Um, and so do they go full rebuild while keeping Trout on the books for that long and just say, give me all the young guys you can? Uh, it'll be interesting to see, but uh, I think it's very possible he's the MVP. Um, he's another eight war season I think minimum accounting for both sides and I don't think there's been those rumors where he's going to be like the first 500 million dollar player right Uh, I don't know that he gets to that level um, but I could definitely see him eclipsing that 400 million dollar mark pretty easily (laughs) I think he's just going to bring that kind of value on both sides of the ball so uh, clean sweep for Shohei from us as the designated hitter coming into this year uh, and you alluded to it. He's your MVP vote. Um, I guess next yeah. time we do this, we got to talk about pitchers, right? And we got to figure out who your Cy Young vote is. Got some good ones there. There are some good ones. Um, real, real quick, Noah, who's your MVP for AL? Uh, it's a hard one. Just that Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, just like Aiden said, Judge had to hit have a 62 home run season just to win MVP. Um, I'm going to take a long shot here, and I'm going to pick my boy Vladdy. He's going to have a breakout season, and he's going to be AL MVP. 50 bombs? 
they're they're moving those yeah. walls a little bit in on the Rogers Center. Like he might he might find a few more fly balls go over the field. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm taking Otani. Uh, I think he's a safe pick. I know it's not the sexy pick because it's the safe pick, but I think he's got it. Um, NL wise, I do think Soto wins the NL MVP. So there's mm-hmm. you some fun stuff for that. Noah, who you got? Uh, Soto for MVP and NL too. Aiden. Soto and Otani. Okay. Tatis is gonna be there though. Tatis, <laughs> Tatis gonna you be there. Know that he's gonna be Soto or Tatis. Is he top three? Tatis. Yeah. Tatis is top two. Oh, so you're going like one's. I'm going. I'm going up. Soto Tatis. I think the two MVP candidates are going to be in the same lineup. Have right, you well, put in the bet? I have not put in a bet. <laughs> I'm not going to put in a bet. I can't wait to look back at this thing in November and be like, "Wow, we totally nailed it," or "Be man, we totally forgot That's about this guy." So much fun when Freddie Freeman hits 350 and 30 bombs. <laughs> And he's the MVP. Listen, I, I like, like I love Freddie Freeman. I hate that he's a Dodger. Um, or Machado. There's three MVP candidates in the Padres system. True. Um, I think if you plug Freddie Freeman on the Boston Red Sox, and he's got the green monster out there, and he's just like plopping doubles off the monster, and then just pulling them around pesky pole, like he could hit 350 and have like. 65 extra base hits and just nah, put him, be put him on the Yankees. I'm no, because then he's going to start trying to pull power all that. He's going to lose some that's of that all, contact that's all, Nah, he's going to be smoking them. Give me those nah, doubles off the wall and then the pesky pole pulls. That's what I want to see. All right. Well, well, let's end this thing right where we're at. Uh, we got a good, good time here. Uh, next week, we'll come back with some pitcher projections. Uh, we'll bring in a whole new list for that. Be ready to see how... Homer, Noah, and Aiden are on their boy DeGoat. Um, and Corbin Burns, I'm sure that'll be Aiden's one and two in some shape, form, or fashion. Can't wait to discuss that. And so, for now, we will go ahead and close this thing off. Noah, any last words? Um, go Rangers, and yeah, Astro suck. Cool. Aiden? <laughs> I'm good. You're good. Noah right. summed it up. He's good. <laughs> no, no, it summed it up. All right. Roll the outro. See you boys next week. <laughs>